Welcome to Travel First with Alex First. A busy day. My wife and my last full day in Tromsø in northern Norway, where we'd very happily spent the past week. First up, another hot and cold buffet breakfast at the Thon Hotel, something I and my stomach eagerly looked forward to each morning after a good night's sleep. At 10, we were picked up at our hotel in a minivan by the charming Peter Massat from Flexitour for a tour of the fjords and much more. Over the next five hours, we made numerous stops and got to know a little about Whale Island, which is connected to Tromsø Island by bridge and is the fifth largest island in mainland Norway, measuring 737 square kilometres. We were heading for the small island of Somorov to the west and along the way took in a few picturesque fjords, namely deep sea inlets between high cliffs. The views are spectacular, a photographer's delight. Peter told us about the large German battleship Tirpitz, which briefly served as the centrepiece of the Baltic fleet. It was positioned at nearby Hakoya Island and was subject to a series of air raids by the British during the Second World War, eventually sinking with hundreds of lives lost. We stopped when Peter spotted a number of reindeer seeking food in their natural habitat. Earlier in our trip, we'd gone reindeer sledding and fed reindeer moss, but had not seen them fending for themselves. Terrific experience, and we weren't the only ones who pulled off the road to take a closer look. Peter mentioned the significance of the Sami native people, who number 55,000 in Norway and have their own parliament. On our drive, he pointed out wooden houses in a series of colours, red, yellow and white. Today, of course, they can be painted in whatever colours the owners so choose. But a hundred years ago and more, the colours signified status, and the colours were attained by the use of natural substances. Red was for the common folk, yellow for those a little bit more well-to-do, and white for the wealthier. Another short stop at the side of the road, and we saw a huge Viking cruise liner pass by, and an eagle soaring in the sky. But the real reason for the stop was to see rock carvings that date back thousands of years before the birth of Jesus. Our itinerary included an old abandoned farm, which has become an outdoor museum, with its wooden houses positioned on rocks. Lunch was by the beach on Summer Island. By then, the weather had closed in and it was snowing quite heavily. But we sat on warm reindeer skins on a bench with a bird's eye view of another island. Peter offered us snow suits and gloves and fed us delicious chocolate drink and gave us wraps. Thereafter, we headed back to Trumpsa Island, having had a great time learning about local culture and history, seeing what we'd seen and basking in the glory of nature, including those breathtaking fjords. Flexitour's fjord tour costs 1,100 Norwegian kroner and the company also offers a Northern Lights tour and a Trumsa sightseeing tour during winter, along with fjord, midnight light and Trumsa sightseeing tours during summer. Their website is flexitour.no, flexitour.no. 
You're listening to Travel First with Alex First. Later in the afternoon, I walked across the bridge from Trumsa to the nearby striking Arctic Cathedral and took a quick look inside. The highly visible triangular-shaped landmark, which was dedicated in November 1965, is formed from 11 aluminium-coated concrete panels on each side of its roof. The main entrance is surrounded by a large glass facade with a white cross. Then back from whence I came, including a stop at the beautiful small wooden Catholic cathedral in town, which began the same year as the city's Lutheran cathedral, namely 1861. Each year at this time, Trumpsa hosts an international film festival. This year is its 29th. So it was a stop there to see what was showing. Next up, a sticky beak at another of the architectural highlights of Trumpsa the art-shaped public library, which was constructed under the original roof of a former cinema. Inside the building are several spacious floors around a striking central staircase, a most inviting institution it is too. Incidentally, I was not at all surprised to learn that in 2009, a poll voted Trumpsa Library as the best public library of the year. Just another of the many things to love about Trumsa, I say. To find out more, including the activities you may care to undertake in and around town, what to see and where to stay in Trumsa, go to visittrumsa.no. That's visittrumsa.no. You've been listening to Travel First. For more, like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter. Subscribe to the full podcast at Stitcher and iTunes or your favourite podcast distributor. This has been another quality podcast production from Bytes.com.